0: That can only be the soft baritones of Omri Aurak, uh, Omri dot music at uh, at Instagram. But that's not so important. What is important is that you're now in the careful hands, the child like glove hands. <laughs> Of the tremendous fellas, welcome everybody. It's a Friday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> the, the trustworthy hands of a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't drop it. Anyone you want
1: handling your machinery, it's yeah. a child. Well,
0: they don't have calluses. <laughs> they don't do anything. Welcome. It's a. Uh, it, you, this is you hope they don't do anything. This is your this is your host Elliot Rovetti. I'm here with my uh, with my co-host. Thomas Whitcomb, how you doing, fella?
1: Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm really well. This is I'm really happy with how this is going. We've got some really nice feedback from people. Where, mm-hmm. where this is episode six, we've got three out live right now. That's right. Um, and you've recently taken over over the socials for us, which uh, is is it moving the right direction? I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you just got to have somebody that knows that knows what they're doing. And I'm the closest thing to that <laughs> in this in this duo. <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, what did you t- what did you put out today? About uh, you put out a story. Yeah, I put some out a story. Fan feedback.
0: That's right. We got it. We got some fan feedback. Actually, we should start putting that out. Um, but we did get some fan feedback. We've got, actually got a, a fan. I got a friend in uh, Sweden. Um, he's over there just studying Harry Nobus Shout out! He's a fan of the podcast. Listens every week, and he calls me at obscure times of the uh, the evening. <laughs> When he's excited about certain things that I uh, that we talk about, and uh, he also recommended it on his own Instagram, and then also got some one of his friends listening to it. So now we have a second person who put out an Instagram post in Luxembourg uh, that is a big fan of our of our you know our baritone voices. As soon
1: as coronavirus dies down, we're going over to Luxembourg for a live show. That's right. I think okay. Luxembourg might be. The second smallest population of any country in the world. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Second only to the Vatican City. Is that true? I think so, yeah. So How we, do you know we,
0: that off the top of your head? Because I'm really smart. Yeah. Obscurely <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> intelligent.
1: I, I, no, let's get back to something we did in the first thing of like, I have a great knowledge for facts that are fucking useless. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except studying a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Luxembourg's proud of that.
1: Isn't it funny though that like our number one fan, like it's the highest proportion of a population we could gain a <laughs> <laughs> following from in one one fan. That makes
0: me feel good. Maybe we can uh, just turn the whole country, the whole little town there, into a militia. <laughs> into a tremendous militia.
1: I really hope I've gotten that fact right. I think that's right. Well, uh, so you, it's a fact now. Any, you got some, some shout outs from Luxembourg. I got a shout out from a, a mate of mine, PJ, in, uh, in Aberdeen. It's over there mining for oil or something. You just educated me that that was Scotland. I did educate you that was Scotland. <laughs> less, that's a less impressive fact yeah, yeah, than yeah, the Luxembourg yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, this guy's so <laughs> clever. <laughs> uh, PJ is a, a mate of mine. My mate, James, uh, he, he gave me a shit day of like. In all three of the first episodes, I referenced him in some way. Anyway, a mate of mine who uh, studied in Glasgow and I went and I literally crashed on their couch in their student flat for a week and just kind of, I was literally just like rolling joints and watching Netflix all day and whoever was around to hang out with me hung out with me. That's so so good.
0: Well, man, like, you know, what else are you going to do in Scotland? (laughs) It's not like you want to meet the people and enjoy the culture. Mm, No.
1: (laughs) Well, Glasgow is uh, the, I believe, the happiest city in Europe and the stab capital of Europe. That's (laughs) true. I think that's true. That's their thing. because it's be like so proud of that. It's like an old joke in Glasgow of like, we stab, stab you up, they'll and stab we're you. proud of it. <laughs> we're very proud of our stabbing.
0: We've been working on it a long time. We earned this. It's on our national flag. <laughs> I was going to say as well, we got one more quick shout out. Uh, we'll, get off the, we'll get off the shout outs. Um, shout out heavy episode. This one <laughs> doesn't start. One more shout out from a friend of yours. Uh, Taylor York, Taylor York, Taylor Yorko, uh, Taylor Yorkie, the weakest of all the dogs, <laughs> um, shouted out. And he was, he gave us a, we, 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 put it out on a post, um, on the Instagram. What should we be drinking guys? Participate with that. What should we be drinking? Um, and he recommended soju and, uh, baffled both Tom and I, <laughs> as he, as, as, as when I recommended to Tom, he got, uh, maybe like annoyed at maybe like a four. And was like, I don't want to drink spirits in the afternoon. And I was like, I didn't even know. It was, I thought it was like recorder league. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, and then I went to the bottle and he didn't even really know. He had like a 20 <laughs> second pause. He goes, ah, and he goes it's, like, it's, it's like a liqueur. Yeah. You know I, think?
1: I think, I believe soju is a Korean liqueur. liqueur That's I believe. the only
0: thing I sort of knew about it. And that it comes in different, um, you know, delicious flavors.
1: And I got to say about Tally york they don't get much less Korean than Taylor York, <laughs> <laughs> he is not Korean really? at all. I thought York was like a you know, Park York, <laughs> York Park. That's really funny. Uh, so we are drinking a little bit of uh, peach soju The evening, inlet. Do you wanna do you wanna pour this for us?
0: I will. Actually, do you know what? I'll uh yeah yeah why not? I'm gonna I'm gonna get this uh, cracking for us. Do you wanna help me out with the lid there? Yeah, here I'm we go. Got the microphone in my hand here.
1: That's that's the sound of a soju lid opening.
0: boy. Bam, 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 Does it fizz? Ooh. Does it does it get over the top? I and don't it's know. Also, what should tell them how many drinks? How many standard drinks Tommy wits?
1: Well, I don't know. You went to the bottle shop, you tell me. Uh, it's 3.6. 3.6 on oh. the in the bottle. There's oh man, you got to stop burping on Mike.
0: What do you mean? They love it. No, they don't. If you
1: love it, reach out. If you hate it, reach out.
0: Reach out. But if this uh, but if there's silence, I'm going to take that as love. Well, smells quite nice. All right.
1: Cheers. Thank you Tommy wits. Glass of sir. It is a spirit. That's quite pleasant, though. Don't you think? It's a pleasant spirit. Yeah, it's very pleasant. Um, and then to wash it down, uh, we have a couple of tins of uh, beautiful craft beer. That's a right. A fantastic craft beer uh, from Zytho
0: Brewers. That's right. Tropical Haze.
1: So Tropical Haze from Xytho Brewing. And, and it says, if we uh, crack this one, we have a... So uh, this is uh, described as... Glorious summer flashbacks triggered by punchy tropical notes, haze for days, and an effortlessly smooth finish. But Elliot, to me, it just tastes like ash in my mouth from the disrespect from Yuli's Breweries as they <laughs> refuse <laughs> to get in touch.
0: Uh, you know what's even more fucked? On the, one more quick. Look, guys, we're going to get past the media and the shout-out portion. But I, I saw as I'm, I'm at work today, I'm getting lunch at McDonald's. And I'm coming outside with my Big Mac and there is a Yuli's van, a Yuli's van, a Yuli's van stuck at the lights of Coogee. And, uh, that too, I took that as a slap in the face.
1: It's, it's like running into an ex at a supermarket. Like, you know, I come here.
0: I said, I said, Yulie's, um, have you, is, is that a van that's delivering delicious beverages to the tremendous podcast today? And, uh, and the driver said, no, they said, uh, they said what podcast? They said, get away from the car. I'm on my route. <laughs> and, uh, and i took that as a double slap in the face mm. so we're drinking zytho oh. brewing brewing and uh, tropical haze it's okay it's all right it's um i wouldn't recommend getting it <laughs> you know what i mean if you're going to do if you're going to listen to the tremendous podcast i don't want this taste in your mouth I, however
1: uh, I, that's very offensive for the beers that i brought to you for this podcast but the Charm
0: churum it's a uh, it's chom charum, charum. It's, so it's uh Peach if, Soju. Peach Soju, it's delicious. I would recommend trying that. Guys, get some chum churum for the podcast. Um, so, okay. A,
1: a few a few uh, a few bows to put on this on this baby. Uh, the first is that Taylor actually got in touch with me earlier this week, having listened to the podcast, I think the la, episode three, mm. um, he was one of the individuals I talked about, I don't know if you remember this, Elliot, uh, w- that I went on a bit of a, a triple way to in barrel. And uh, I wish that we'd got to use the pool so I could get my kit out. (laughs) sweet rig. Get my sweet rig out. And uh, and he texted me to go, I can't believe you actually wanted to get your rig out at Barrel. And I had this (laughs) moment where I was like both really disappointed, but also like what was I expecting? (laughs) Like like not only did I think I probably knew this was going to happen, if anything, I was hoping it would
0: happen. The thing about the the rig out thing is like most of the people that you were impressed with that made you want to copy that, Are usually effortlessly rig rig hot. You think so? You know what I mean. I I think a lot of the people that I admired in school didn't even know, like that I I was like fuck. You know, like there's obviously I'm not going to be the first choice here. You know what I mean? And they didn't even they weren't even aware of it. Obviously, there are some guys that are vain. I think I actually almost have it above them just because I'm like, I'm aware of their vanity. I'm like, what an idiot. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay.
1: There's a guy at my school year above me who's now a professional bodybuilder, like on the cover of bodybuilding magazines and that kind of stuff. It's that shit doesn't, freaky.
0: Yeah, that shit doesn't, I'm like, congr- honestly, there's, I'm like, congratulations, but nothing in me wants to be a bodybuilder.
1: Oh, 100%. It's more, it's more impressive than attractive Truly. for sure. I'm like,
0: fuck, you committed so much. You ate like 12 eggs a day kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and the
1: rest of it. And, the, and those, I always think it's weird as well because those guys get big to impress other guys. Do You know mm. what I mean? Like, no girls into that. That's like... The judges bodybuilding uh, competitions are, are other dudes.
0: Do you think that women are attracted, though, when a guy like that walks into a pub and obviously every other guy is, like, intimidated by that guy? Do you think that m- women are attracted to that alpha shit where okay. there's, like, a gorilla in the room and they're like, "That I, I would like to... Do you know what I mean? Like
1: I don't think... Okay, and this is where I'll take it back. Actually, I don't think like that is There's no is longevity a, in that, but, but in the moment. Well, that, but I don't think it's like a, a, a thing that all women fall prey to or like the majority of women fall prey to. I think it's like... It's like guys with like tons of tattoos or there's some guy I saw recently who's like the most body modified guy in Australia or something like he's uh, split his tongue to look like a a snake's tongue. He's like 95% of his body is covered in tattoos. He's got the stretches in the ears and stuff. And there are just like groupies for that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like there are just girls who are so into it. Yeah. And uh, and and I think it would be the same for bodybuilders. I think bodybuilders would have their own little groupie section who are super into it. I don't think it's like the majority of women. I think are a little bit freaked out by it.
0: You know what? Uh, you know what? I think that that actually sounds like a topic on Ask a Girl, mm.
1: which we've been talking about for five weeks and haven't done yet. <sighs> I so know.
0: I've even got the the first girl. She's keen to do it. We're just trying to work out times. But to like, do girls do girls find it uh, like I a got a, do is a guy that's like bodybuilder big.
1: Because then you've got the whole dad bod thing, which is its own thing, which I never fully understood. But, like, that's a thing that girls seem to like, apparently. Yeah. Taylor York, by the way, big dad bod. (laughs) Massive dad bod. Big big,
0: big dad proponent? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Super
1: hairy. Oh, and that's uh, the other thing I want to mention. So we were going to
0: mention, we were actually going to bring up, Tom and I have been talking about a segment um, that we want to bring up called I Bet You're Not Listening To This. I Bet You're Not Listening To This.
1: Yeah, so what we've kind of realized is, uh, you know, it's hard to get people to listen to podcasts. Like, we've got, some, we've got some people listening, which is good, but to get everyone listening is really tough. So the best way to do it is to blackmail people into it. So with that in mind, uh, what we're going to do is we're gonna, uh, we're going to nominate somebody. And there's a bit of a delay here, so they've got some time. But we're going, to, we're going to nominate somebody to say, hey, I bet you're not listening to this podcast. Like, Taylor York, listen to episode three. Are you still listening to episode six? And if you're not, we're going to reveal something embarrassing about you on this podcast to all 17 of our listeners. That's okay? right. And all 17 of them
0: are going to be completely savvy about the York.
1: Yeah, that's 100%. So, Taylor, uh, this is my show. I, Taylor, I bet you're not listening to this. In fact, I bet it so much that if you are not listening to this, next oh. next week I'm going to tell people a very embarrassing fact you believed about the world that we all found out in year 12. That you were 18 years old and you still believe that. And you know what I'm talking about, Taylor. And if you don't acknowledge to me that you are listening to this, the world will know.
0: The world's going to know. And, Taylor, you can stop this. You can stop it. You can stop this from happening. We're giving you the nuclear codes. We're giving you the turnkeys. We're going to stop the uh we're gonna stop the the launch mm. of this story.
1: It's like John F. Kennedy in Cuba in the sixties. Right now, that's that's what we're Elliot's baffled by that reference.
0: That's right. I, I got to do my research. But what I am trying to tell you, and I'm sure if if you are confused as I am, York, what 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 I am trying to tell you is that all you have to do is, call, is reach out to Tom. And tell him that you would not like us to tell this story, yeah, and
1: because if you're listening, as a good friend would be, who recommends drinks on the podcast and is engaged right. with us from episode three, that's right. You you would you would be listening, and you would let us know you
0: were listening, and we won't have to tell anyone. This. Which means you have nothing to worry about, and nothing all you have to, to do is reach about. out to Tom and tell him not to. And so the audience will all they'll hear is the introduction of this, and then maybe the explanation of how this works, and then an intro song uh, that'll that'll show your. Uh, your, uh, what help me out here with an adjective, Tom? So, your, your release from this, uh, responsibility, you're done, you're out, you're, you're out. out, you're free, and you're a n- fan. Now, you're just a fan instead of being a black, fa- black male <laughs> fan. That would be you said this. black fan, <laughs> a black failed fan, black <laughs> failed fan. That's better, <laughs> yeah, black failed fan. Uh, you don't want to be a black failed fan, oh Yorkie. So, let's get it, uh, let's let's reach out to Tom, let's be a fan of the podcast, let's see if this segment works. This podcast is not brought to you by Boopa Retirement Home. Have your loved ones looked after by people from cultures that would never put their elderly in a home. Boopa Retirement Home. Where's Nana? Oh, we're back. That's right. Beautiful. Uh,
1: so I think last week... Oh, actually, no, this is, this is what happened. So um, the last night... You and I uh, had a bit of a conversation about what we were going to talk about on this podcast. Because unlike a lot of podcasts, we're not just a, a, a hit, record, start talking, put it all up to the world. We 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 discuss it. We every every a lot of people wish we were. They're it, just like stream of conscious. Give us everything. Everyone wants that. Everyone wants to hear people they've never heard of talking for three it's hours. What all the Reddit pages are saying. <laughs> but uh, no, every word of this every word of this podcast is scripted down to the letter. It's written by our big team of super Jewish writers. Yep. Uh, every word of it.
0: When and we, we have one ethnic guy, we're not even going to mention what ethnicity is. Because it's not important. I'd, we don't even see colours. We walk into the room, we're like, it's just Jewish people. Yeah. <laughs> can't even tell the difference between them. And we're like,
1: why is one of them not wearing a skull cap? That's,
0: oh. That's a dead giveaway. I try and look at the shoes. Know you can't really tell. You just see they're fashionable and talented. Uh,
1: but one of the things we talked about last night in terms of things that we could talk about today was uh, you said, do you have any shitty neighbour stories? Mm-hmm. And the answer at the time was no. I, I, I didn't have any shitty neighbors. I didn't so believe you. I, I didn't think I did. Like I was going back over the places I'd lived and everyone was kind of pretty cool for the most part. And then literally- Perhaps I Perhaps you blocked it out. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'd be more likely to be the shitty neighbor than to- <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you can't tell the shitty neighbor, it's you. Yeah, very possible. Oh my God. But anyway, so
1: I literally, we wrapped up at like 10.30- uh, we, we got off a Zoom call of, of uh, chatting what we're going to talk about today. And I went to the bedroom and my girlfriend's already asleep and I'm like, are you asleep yet? And she's like, no, no, I can't with those fucking assholes next door. And I was like, what? And there's like, Five dudes on a Thursday night, like going hard, listening to ironic pop songs, like listening to Pitbull and Kylie Minogue
0: and shit. Maybe they're just enjoying like a tremendous podcast. Oh, no, they're the, not. And that's instead of having a Friday, like when everyone, uh, you know, should be listening to it, or, but th- the Thursday is their
1: Friday. That's true. Maybe we've just made it so exciting for them. I've got no one to blame but myself. Sorry, Bitty. Sorry, biddy No, but here's the thing is. You might remember last week I talked about moving into a new place, and it's right across the street from a massive um, community housing precinct. Oh yeah, and and you know I would have thought if I was telling a story about bad neighbours that that would have had something to do with it because I'm prejudiced and that's what I think about the world.
0: <laughs> well, and Tom's talking about he's he left out the he's moved to Redfern, my hometown, Redfern, and um, very white. And then across Super the street white. is uh, like the Housing Commission. So, like, he's uh, – I mean, probably a lot of episodes to come. Oh, God. Paul- <laughs> but it's like – and
1: look, I, 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 there's just something – they're kind of like the, – the guys that are – the people who caused me the first neighbourly problem were not the people in the Housing Commission. They were the four privileged white dudes two doors down because, of course, they were. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, of course – My people are your screen door. Your uh, fly, your fly screen works. It doesn't even squeak (laughs) when he closes it, dickhead. No, okay. (laughs) This is like my. I, I, my people have been taught to fear anything that looks different like us but really what we should fear is what's in the mirror. <laughs> Do you know people. what I mean? Like that's...
0: <laughs> we should fear what's in the mirror. <laughs> like w- statistically,
1: we are the most ones to, likely ones to cause any new trouble. Oh, Lord. And it was just... Okay, and I wanted to ask that's you about so this because I did think about you. So these guys got so fucked up on a Thursday mm-hmm. night and they're doing like here's to so-and-so and they're like throwing shit around and they're singing and they're dancing and they're, it's so loud. Yeah. And uh, one of my neighbours... Goes and knocks on their door and goes, guys, can you please? And I I couldn't hear the full conversation. I literally, I would like hear something happen. I would run downstairs and open the door and stand at the door and listen to what's happening. I'm
0: glad that there's a man in this (laughs) conference. Finally, someone will do something. You're like, you clutch your pearls and put your ear to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mercy. (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: but uh, so he goes and he's obviously threatened to uh, call the police And this guy goes, fuck you, can't call the police I know all of them And I was like, alright, well this is warning signs <laughs> and, and this guy this Guy's I, like a
0: character from Sin City oh, So ridiculous <laughs> And Jesus this guy Christ.
1: slams the door and I just hear him like marching up and down the alleyway in front of our of, of our doors because I'm like, I'm like in a townhouse right so it's like in a it's like you go through a big gate and then there's like an alleyway that goes past all the apartment doors mm-hmm. and he's just like marching back and forth, like that fucking cunt come at me man I will <laughs> I'll fucking smash you I will oh, smash no. you so
0: and so he's asked he's was I know you didn't hear the conversation but he's asked him to to, to quiet it down and it, and it spilled out like flame. Into a, into the driveway Oh yeah, yeah And yeah. he's just come running outside Yeah <laughs> yeah and he's like, just
1: like He's pacing You think I was annoying up in my balcony can't...
0: <laughs> You wouldn't believe when I have space <laughs> He's just like a goldfish You when know what I, know I mean space. Like he grows He grows <laughs> the in the size of the bowl yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so funny um, So this is what I wanted to ask you because you, so this is funny. Elliot has a moratorium on himself on telling any stories about girls or fights because that's where his mind goes every
0: <laughs> time. You know what? I've learned so much doing that about myself is where I'm like, what's some good stuff about my life? I was I'm thinking like, about this last women night. Women and fights. And I'm like, wow, that's, you're a fucking I was thinking about troglodyte. this last night. Like, if I ever happened,
1: like, by some, by some ridiculous miracle I end up in a fight and knock someone out and I have to go to court over it that's going to play the first episode of this podcast where I'm like uh, a, a Croatian waiter slapped me in the face and I apologized <laughs> <laughs> they're like you, ladies and gentlemen of the jury does this sound like a fighter to you dude
0: that is so funny that but is- anyway
1: I wanted to ask you okay so let's presume and put yourself in my shoes well in my hypothetical shoes because there's no fucking way I was leaving my house <laughs> <laughs>
0: Put put myself behind my behind my curtains. (laughs) Put yourself in my girlfriend's shoes. All right. So
1: let's say you went out to deal with a situation. You are sober. You are reasonable. And there is a guy there throwing a tiff, throwing his weight around, he wanting to start well? a fight. He's my—I think he's about my age, maybe a little bit younger.
0: Bigger? Let, I don't think. I don't know. Tommy's a deceptively big fella. Yeah, he's yeah. not the tallest guy, but you walk up on him and he's like, "Oh, this guy's a thickums." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like <laughs> Tommy Thickums, Tommy Thickums um no so, what well, did he have like weight on size i mean I, had, I don't know i don't he know, had drunkenness on you so that's like <laughs> that's a given well this is what i want to ask so he was full of soju
1: in my mind he's enormous <laughs> in my mind he's carrying briefcases in both arms he's like swinging like his knuckles are dragging the ground like shrek <laughs> i i don't know i couldn't actually see it because there's a, there's a there's like a gate in front of where he is and i didn't see him but i just heard him and he sounded angry and he sounded confident like he sounded <laughs> like
0: he's knocking he people the He sounded at least two or three missed punches <laughs> confident. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he's like before he's like, Oh, I'm really drunk. So tell me
1: if okay, if this is you, right? Uh, what's your what what do you th- I'll tell you what I'm thinking in terms of me in that situation, and I wanna know what you're thinking in terms like obviously you want to avoid the fight. Do you in wanna the first rule place. the story
0: by by asking what I think in this situation? Because <laughs> it'll no, okay. go overly no, no. aggressive, and you're ruining my moratorium.
1: No, no, no. So I, I wanna, I you wanna, Made me use the word incorrectly. You, you didn't say anything about <laughs> fight hypotheticals. Uh, all right, fights well, let's that haven't happened it. yet. Okay, no, no. But let me, let me talk. Okay, here's, here's what I'm thinking. All right, my first thing is I'm trying to avoid the fight. I think that's where you and I differ is I'm trying to like avoid anything starting. But what yeah.
0: I already love is that you kept your face behind the fence. <laughs> it would have been the first thing I would have, would have been like, I mean.
1: But the fence is climbable. Yeah. That's the thing. Like It's not that high. <laughs> and there's only one lock on the door. So he let's say athletic.
0: he sounds like a drunk kind of athletic at this point, though. He'll chase you over there <laughs> yeah, even yeah, if it scratches yeah. his belly or something <laughs> like that. He'll be like, he'll wake up in the morning, like, fuck, but like, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll beat up a He'll beat up you. you know, <laughs> like- Cause it's just
1: <laughs> embarrassingly what my actual thought was like, what if he breaks into my house to come after me? And I have to hit him with a cricket bat, and he dies. <laughs> Good thing I've got episode one of tremendous to go. Oh no, you're clearly a pussy acting in self defence. No, <laughs> um, okay. Here's what I'm thinking: is I walk out. Uh, I'm trying to avoid the situation. I'm keeping my I'm keeping my hands where he can see him. But I'm presuming he's I'm presuming he's looking for a fight. For sure. I'm looking for the overhand right. I'm looking... <laughs> I'm thinking this guy is not going to Tommy, like... Tommy daytime classes. I don't...
0: <laughs> Tommy daytime I, classes I, coming at you. I, I, I Tommy Tybo. Tommy Taibo.
1: <laughs> Tommy <Mutai>. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> no, Okay. He, I, I'm thinking... Here's what I'm thinking. He's not going to like pepper me with the jab a little bit, right? He's going to look for the one punch. I'm looking for the overhand All right. I'm watching the right, right? He's going to come over. I'm going to duck under. I'm going to body lock. I'm going to go for the takedown i got a little bit of jujitsu in me i got a blue belt in jujitsu, mm-hmm. right i haven't done it for a tommy while strangles. tommy strangles <laughs> uh and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go to mount and i'm gonna restrain him and that you know in my mind in mount that's where i start getting lippy
0: what a good neighbor you are <laughs> what happens next <laughs>
1: uh and then i uh i i let him struggle for a little bit because he's gonna struggle to try and get up and i maintain mount because he's not gonna know what he's gonna do like he might turn to his back and if he goes to his back i like you turn over his stomach right <laughs>
0: I put the I meant in. in the story? What happened next with the guy?
1: Well, nothing, none of this happened. This is all hypothetical. I
0: know, I know. Okay, so you went outside of the fence, right? And he's- No, no he's, I didn't.
1: i I this is this is me in my bed making this stuff.
0: Oh <laughs> my goodness. I thought, I'm
1: asking you hypothetically, what should I do?
0: Hypothetically, I thought, okay, this entire time I thought you were actually on the other side of the Fuck fence. No, and why I was not do about, that. And you were showing your hands like nothing had happened, and this is the over. And you're thinking of the overhand right? No, that no, is, no, no,
1: no, dude. This is this is. I'm not even. Oh, I'm not even outside. Right. I'm thinking about goodness. the overhead. So right. he just was outside. I'm thinking about the overhead. So right what happened behind, with the guy? What, behind, what happened with
0: the guy? What what did he do? He just blew out his load th- outside and then you know, went back inside. I think no what cops? happened
1: is someone. Uh, I think what happened. Was he tried to goad the guy out to fight him for a bit, and then I think one of his mates—that's like, <laughs> always good. A Come on, man! Yeah. I know where you live, <laughs> cunt. <laughs> I think then what happened is he escorted, One of his mates escorted him out into the street, and he just blew his load out and whatever. And he's I think like, he doesn't even live here. <laughs> I think he does
0: live there, which is the weird thing. I assumed it was one of his mates, but I think he does live there. He sounds like a dickhead that's ruining your uh, Uber rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like he's like over there. He's like, I don't even fucking live in this. Orange Brick, it's the one down the road, live. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, my point is more, you're in the situation where you are, your head is level, someone else is trying to fight you, and he's got the liquid
0: courage in him. What are, what are you looking for? What's your plan of attack? Well, frankly, if it's not hassling me, uh, you said it was hassling Beatty. She couldn't sleep. These dickheads, right? My first point would be that, like, let them know whether it be myself or a neighbor, someone has to let them know that it's disturbing them. They've been disturbed. Their fun is over. This is not going on into the evening. I highly doubt they're going to have a fun time in protest up in their balcony. Yeah. But if there's no one, if I have to be the first one, I'll do it as politely as possible. I'm also going to tech. I'm also going to remember you. <laughs> I'm going to remember you. And I'm going to make sure you remember me. But I'm gonna let make sure that you're the numbers. The nu- but if it gets to the point where he's out in the driveway and someone's already disturbed him, fuck it. I, I would love have had this. This idiot's already embarrassing himself. Hilarious. I, w-
1: I love because uh, you're gonna hear what's happened next, and you're gonna be gonna have to cut this. This sounds awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds horrendous. What do you think? Why does it sound awful? Because of how I come across. No, you sound. I mean, no, 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 no. Complete myself.
1: Oh wait! No, no, no. you sound, bo- you, sound you, you sound very reasonable. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, you know, because your first thing is like, your
0: woman can't sleep.
1: You that have was my to question. Do I was something. like, if
0: this is three a.m. or something like that, like I was like, okay, well, that can't happen. That I, was like I would, that's bullshit. I would,
1: I would sooner drive to the Seven Eleven to get some earplugs for Beatty. <laughs> And make, I'll make, sooner, I'll make, hold my I'll, hands I'll, over I'll, her ears I'll, until dawn. I'll make you a warm milk. It'll
0: all be fine. I'll I'll pay for a hotel. I'll massage your feet until you forget that I'm not a man. Because <laughs> this is what really happened.
1: Uh, this is oh god. I uh, I I was this morning because I I'm it's a Friday. I don't work Fridays. I'm hanging at home and I'm kind of like hearing them come and go and I'm like I should. Just like address it, I should address it. And you then I saw them. I saw, I I kind of like I heard. I didn't see them for a while, and then I saw one of them coming out. As I'm like, fuckhead outside. And he, putting, just, what, he wants to be civil. You want to be civil. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm outside putting the washing on the line, wearing a pink apron, and I see him leaving <laughs> his house.
0: The pie is on the windowsill. It's almost ready. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I'm the listening to clean. the carpenters. Um, I'm splendid. And <laughs> I walk out and I'm like, hey man, and are you and I see him leave his I know it's exactly I know it's the house. And I see him leave, leaving, and he's on his bike. I'm like, hey man, are you are you in a rush? Like are you like when you wait I was like, Oh, I got an appointment. I'm like, Yeah, I just like I just moved in here a couple of weeks ago. And I just wanted to kind of talk about last night. And he was like, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I'm so sorry about last night. It was like, it was, we did not handle it well. And me, like what, the f- He
0: really said that he came in, he approached it like that?
1: Well, he approached, he, at first he clearly didn't want to speak to me. Mm-hmm. At first he clearly wanted to just bounce. Interesting. But I think because I came out and kind of, I didn't corner him, but I stopped him on his way out the door. Like he kind of had to stop and speak to me. And thought obviously- you were part of Strata. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, fuck. I'm going to lose my parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, he and he, was, he just kind of knew, obviously, well, that's why I'm there to speak to him. And this is me, the fucking, like, 27-year-old going on 55, like, oh, mate, I get it. You know, things get out of hand sometimes. Like, you guys are having a big night. It's like, this is things that, like, dad say to their 17-year-old sons when they caught drinking for the first time, like, oh, I was I was one of you once. I had a good time from time to time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Grow up, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and he was like, yeah, no, that's cool. And I was like, I just want to check, like, you know, is this something that happens all the time? And he was like, no, nah, man, last time was, a, you know, an anomaly, it never happens. Like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, thanks for being so cool about it. And I was very, very proud of myself. But now telling you, I'm far less proud of
0: myself. <laughs> No, but the thing is, in retrospect, I wish that I would have taken your perspective, where when he was at a much more reasonable state, I approached him and said, Hey buddy, you know that's not how you act, right? That's and not he, what I said. And he's like, and he's like, Hey, uh, the, in my world. And he, like this is how it would have gone down in my world if I approached it like you, like retrospectively, like, you know, my lady was upstairs. I would have even probably lied about some children. I mean, like, I just had a kid and uh <laughs> I
1: almost thought about bringing up. I got a little dog. He and was very <laughs>
0: There's a little thing in the house, you know, it's my, and like, and my girlfriend and, uh, and like the thing is like, you just, you're kind of like, uh, I don't even need to comment on how it looks about, you. I would take shots. I'd be like, I don't even need to comment on how it makes you look in this situation, oh, this is, this is great. Yeah, but, you're... uh, my lady is being affected. You know what I mean? And I don't want to have to, if it's a second time, I know you got four buddies, but. This neighborhood is a lot smaller than what you think, and uh, you're surrounded. You know what God. I mean. So, like, all if these you, little minor threats. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I, would be like hundred percent time. Like when he's reasonable and actually be like, how, much of a man do you feel like now, buddy? When it's just <laughs> you and I, and you haven't got your pals or liquid courage. You really want to get beat up in front of your own lawn?
1: I love. You Tell started me. so reasonable. No, 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 and you no, no, ended no. So But this aggressive. is the thing.
0: Don't talk about this shit with me, because if you're the guy that opens the closet door while I'm screaming, don't open the closet door. now back to your regularly scheduled program don't you know what i mean this was so nice we Um, can cut it early (laughs) we've cut it we'll do it live (laughs) we cut it all i'm sorry tom i'm sorry like i I, yeah i'm not actually you know what you know (laughs) i I know i'm sorry i love you (laughs) it's your (laughs) shitty neighbors this podcast is not brought to you by aldi Home of the number one Coca-Cola replica in the world. And number third for Pepsi. Aldi, did you bring a bag? We're live. How you doing, fellas? Uh, we've had fellas and fellettes. Um, we've had some some, you know, some time to discuss our afternoon and enjoy the breeze. I'm actually going to a Shabbat this afternoon. One oh, of our yeah. actually our listeners are our actually intro song tonight. Omri Orak is uh, hosting a Shabbat at his house as he does every Friday. And I asked one day, I was like, hey, you still do Shabbat at your place? And he was like, I sure do. And I said, would I be able to come over and avoid the gefilte fish? And he said, (laughs) you sure can, but you're eating the gefilte fish. And uh, (laughs) You can and you can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, But uh, yeah, so I'm going to Omri's uh, Shabbat today and we're going to... We're actually going with like a small crew of friends and stuff like that. So I kind of need to wrap that up. And Omri was, again, music at Instagram um, was the intro song today. This guy is a fucking – he's a phenol. you got to check this guy out. He's amazing. Um, okay, so we were actually discussing some stories. And I asked Tom earlier in the week, have you ever been involved in a B&E?
1: <laughs> As if – there was any answer to that that wasn't no.
0: Well, he said no, but he's, what he thought that it was, was that have I ever had someone perpetrate a B&E on me? And my question was, have you ever perpetrated a B&E on somebody else? And, and are you, I, he never even assumed that that was the question.
1: Am, am I? Do you think I'm alone in thinking some people might not know what a B&E is? Um because yeah. you know you know. If the you watch Dame the great Dan Cook, great,
0: yeah. yeah, I love that joke. <laughs> I love because well, I I was one of those guys that one of those kids that grew up watching Dan Cook. Bacon and eggs, because that shit's fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. But I'm talking about a breaking and entering, my friend. A break and entering. <laughs> Where you break and enter.
1: Yep. No, I haven't. I've I've had lots of bacon and eggs and I've never broken and entered into anything.
0: What a lot of people don't mention with a breaking and entering is that sometimes, <laughs> a lot of the time is that the door window that you entered the, the uh, premises in was open. So it's an open and entering. So just an E. It, it was an entering, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did an E on somebody. Um, <laughs> so uh, a bunch of friends of ours uh, during the graduation period wanted to have like a party or like sort of a period like like after the graduation where we went to a beach house in Kalbara, Kalbara Beach, um, just in in New South Wales but it's just a couple, like maybe an hour drive, maybe a little bit more outside of Sydney. And we went with a bunch of girls and guys. And just before we were we were going to like get a house out there, like rent a house and stay out there for like the weekend. But just before we were about to stay out there, one girl pulled out of the group and this fickleness of like the, the, the female unity at our school all of them pulled out. Like they were just like, they were like, oh, I'm pulling out. I don't like the way this foot. And so then it was just a bunch of guys and then all the guys pulled out and it was just four of my friends the night before sitting outside of our friend's place, like on the balcony, just having a drink kind of solemnly because we were like, fuck, you know, we can't even afford the deposit for this place because of the amount of people that have pulled out. Can't even hope to put it together. Now all we have is, you know, just these drinks together. And one of us, I can't remember, motivated the group to go. We were like, we got some tents. Let's just fucking let's just head down there and just have a tent. Let's just have like a a drink on the beach kind of thing. You know what I mean? Let's just like do And so we head down to, we are like, let's all do that. Let's all like, we got it together. We got, we got in the car the next morning, went down to Kalbara and uh, we got there. It's a beautiful day. Excellent day. And we're like, you know what? Let's just go and drive by the place that we were supposed to, uh, that we were supposed to rent, that we're supposed to like uh, actually go on hire for the weekend. And we go by and there are, family coming outside there's a family coming outside and there and I, like where there's a group of us in the car four of us and i say let me go and just talk to this guy and say what he's going to do with the key let me just <laughs> wait go. wait
1: are they checking out is that what you mean checking out they're yeah. just packing
0: their car at the beginning of the weekend on a friday and i say to this guy hey yeah, uh, i d- actually did a south african accent to this guy and i was just like <laughs> why did because, because it south made african me get accent? into character or something <laughs> Because so, it's like if I use my real voice, he'll recognize me. <laughs> no, it's doing it <laughs> South African, I think it was the beginning. I think Blood Diamond. you good Diamond, a South African accent? I don't know. And Blood Diamond had come out, Are and you it was do an, it now? no, but it was no, enough you have to. You Im- do it now. It was enough to impress a girl in my year that loved Leonardo DiCaprio, and, I, and she loved when I did the Blood Diamond uh, impersonation of Leonardo DiCaprio. You have and to uh, do it in the accent right now. We'll do it at the end of the podcast.
1: No, 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 no. in the telling of the story. <laughs>
0: You're telling the story. You gotta do it. I don't even remember what I said. I'd be improving. All right. You know what I said? You know what I would? You know how I would practice the South African accent? I just practice how uh Leonardo DiCaprio would say his own name in the in the movie Archer. 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 A R C H E R.
1: That's pretty good. You're you're gonna nail this. So just improv. What did he say? What All did right. Say? Cool. So
0: I would. I actually probably said my name was Danny Archer. From from Blood Diamond, <laughs> is that
1: what you said? I'm Danny Archer um, um, from Blood Diamond. I probably
0: said, uh, I just probably said Archer. Danny Archer. <laughs> I was like, no, but I was like, you know, I was like, I was like 17 or something like that, and uh, I said to the guy as he's leaving his house with his family, I was like, ah, uh, yeah, how you doing, mate? Um, we we were actually. <laughs> <laughs> you you bought this upon yourself. Oh, I was like well, I was well. like uh yeah we were actually supposed to be staying at this apartment uh, or this this house on the weekend and uh, we, we were told that we were supposed to pick up the keys from the tenant before and uh, and uh, you see <laughs> clearly you are him oh, <laughs> and okay, uh, you nailed it. You and know, the guy so was good. like yeah no 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 we're just like leaving we're just gonna be packing up and and um, you know, we'll leave the doors unlocked or something like that. I can't remember. I can't even remember. And I was like, yeah, that was, I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I'll be back later. You know what I mean? And uh, we got in the car and we made it a mission to talk to every girl in the town and every guy, but from the car, like a scrub, like the song says, Tom, like a scrub <laughs> and, I, and hanging like, out the passenger and this, side yeah, of your yeah, best yeah, yeah, friend's yeah. ride. And our fan t- and one of the actual, one of the people that, uh, that shouted us out from Luxembourg, Harry Nobus, was one of the scrubs in the car.
1: So you are literally catcalling girls out of your car. Not
0: catcalling. Approaching them like gentlemen and saying, Hey, lady, what are you uh, doing? Approaching
1: them for like gentlemen from our vehicle. And
0: all of my cowardly friends, like Harry Nobis, were in the back seat uh, sitting there and uh, being like, Ellie, you talk to them. That is literally how it went down. My, the driver, who is a better... Louie, who I've mentioned in, pro- in other stories, Louie was sitting in, the, in previous podcasts... Uh, was sitting in the driver's seat and instead of being the better looking guy who was actually closer to the female on the side of the road, he'd hit a U-turn so that I would be (laughs) talking to her and so that I would be having to like shout out or whatever. And we would just be talking like, what are you doing this afternoon? What are you doing this evening? We've got a house that we're actually going to be staying at. And so we got a bunch of these girls' numbers and um, we went back to the house and we had, I can't remember who, jump the back fence of the house windows open. We go in, they open the door for through the front. We come in with like a case of beer. We've got our like tents and our car parked just around the corner of the house. And we go inside and the, um, the rugby's on. So we're just going to rush the watch on the rugby. We're texting these girls and we're like, this is fucking awesome. You know, yeah, what I mean? this is,
1: this is going better than I thought it was going to go when you me about the story.
0: Oh, epic. It's going so good. We're, we're chilling for hours. We're chilling kind of thing. And then one of the girls groups that we, one of the girls, one of the groups of girls that we ran into was like, we'll totally come over tonight. We're going to totally come over tonight. We're so excited. And like, I'm telling the guys, I'm like, guys, we've got some girls coming over tonight. That's going to be fun. And then they message, they're like, what's the address? And I, I give them the address and they say, um, Oh, that's actually my parents holiday home. No, I didn't realize anyone was staying there this time. <laughs> and we decided not to reply. <laughs> we decided not to reply and we said nothing we just were like fuck that's crazy we ran into the only people that's cr- more beers please and so we <laughs> we drank on and then i remember you so not
1: right? no. so not just to not to yeah, re- reply what are your questions so far? To, no i have I, I just like the fact that your decision was not only not to reply but not to do anything oh. you're like oh that's weird anyway what's the score
0: what well, <laughs> You're right. We should have said, "Oh, 69, I meant 68." Anything. Anything.
1: You, you should you should say, or, or just been like, "Yeah, we're renting it this weekend."
0: Yeah. You're right. Maybe uh, you know what? Teenagers and we were just like we're going to be here for a couple of hours anyway, literally, uh, and then we're going to be leaving in the morning. And we decided not to do anything. And then you know those kind of like those curtains that are opaque, and you but you can still sort of see through them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you know those curtains that uh something but also the opposite? Well, no, cur- Curtains said. are supposed to block out like <laughs> no, completely. No, opaque is
1: like you can't see. through.
0: No, opaque, opaque is like sort of like imagine some stained glass, but then you can see somebody walk behind it.
1: Yeah, not opaque, but okay. Whatever,
0: dude. <laughs> okay, so like there's some like great – there's these light – in lo- like, I
1: really hope someone on the podcast laughed when I laughed there because that sounded really funny to me. But maybe they're like, <laughs> "Man, is- Tom's being a real dick to Illy J's story." <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. This is how he demeans me. He's like, you don't use the word octave correctly. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, like, I said that like four episodes ago. And that's still in your head. Yeah, well, man, there's a lot in my head. All right, <sighs> let me tell the story. Don't God say goddamn. the word octave,
1: octave, correctly. <laughs> you speaking of active.
0: Oh, you does that? Yeah, you does that Anyway, we'll do anything correctly. You know when you're like really active but also not doing anything? The, the audience knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Opaque curtains, okay? I'm sure some of you have them in your house. There's some shitty curtains and stuff like that. Oh, my girlfriend's just arriving right now. Um, anyway, there were there were curtains that you could see through. Go on. There's some curtains that I could sort of see through. And what I noticed through the curtain pulling up was what I thought was a taxi. What I thought was a taxi. And
1: what gave you the impression it was a taxi?
0: Because it had uh, the similar sort of, you know, the taxi thing to let you know that they're either vacant or not vacant on the top of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It pull up on the corner in this small town, small beach town of Kalbara. And I thought to myself, literally first thought, a taxi. I haven't seen a taxi the entire time I've been here. <laughs> And I pulled across <laughs> the opaque curtain and revealed that it was not a taxi at all. It was, in fact, a police car. <laughs> a police car. It's a
1: taxi that only has one destination. And
0: this is about 45 to an hour after we've decided to ignore the last text from Seth's last <laughs> friend. <laughs> It's the average time it takes a policeman to respond in to a beach a crime. town in a beach town. <laughs> despite not doing any not despite not having anything else to do in the town. The yes, po- they still show up forty five to an hour. The island. police got the distress
1: call, they dried off, had a shower <laughs> put on their fatigues, put their surfboards away
0: and made their way to the B&E. Oh my goodness. So then th- th- we see these cops and I, I I go to my, I say to my friends, guys, there are cops outside. We need to pack up. We need to get our shoes on because we had our shoes on at the door. We
1: That's so funny that you B&E but you have the respect to take your shoes off.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we're committing a
1: felony right now but we're not
0: animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all grabbed our shoes, left the beers behind in the fridge and so like all evidence of B and E, um, left the rugby on and stuff like that, run out the back door and start jumping fences, start jumping fences. We start jumping to it. We get to about the third or fourth fence. And there is some guy on his law on his back porch, like a, like a Southern Mississippi guy whittling away at something gets up off, <laughs> off, off, off like a rocking chair. I shit you not a rocking chair on his back porch and he's holding a baseball bat. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I just put up my hands to my friend, to to the guy with 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 Harry and like uh so with Sam, we just was like, guys, just let us go, just let us fucking go. we have gotta go kind of thing. And like uh and the guy goes, get the fuck out of here and just make, let us jump the fence. Let us keep jumping. We just kept jumping fences, got all the way out to the beach of Kalbara and just looked at each other and gave each other a hug. Like, holy shit, did anyone leave a wallet? Did we leave anything? nothing behind sort of thing except for the beers and stuff like that so we wait a bunch till my time go back to the car which is around the corner and grab the beach grab the tents out of the car we have to pitch a tent in in the middle of the night in on the beach in sand so we pitch a tent and we've got a full bottle of sambuca and we just like get pissed on the, we get pissed on the on the on the beach and stuff like that it's great we go back home about three days later about 3 days later i get a cop i get a call from the uh, the head police officer the head constable at Carlborough police uh, uh station and he is to say cocky is an understatement <laughs> he is so cocky he's like uh so you were at the house on the weekend and i was like and and i'm a kid like and my dad is next cop and i'm just like yeah i was i was like i was like at the house i was at the house and he's like yep you didn't think i'd know that did you <laughs>
1: So funny because he he's like, like <laughs> he's gearing up for you to say no,
0: I wasn't. And you're like, oh yes, dude, you- he was so confident. And then I go, dude, we were there. And he goes, and the beers in the fridge, you and your friends. And I was like, that's right. And he goes, you didn't think I know that. <laughs> <laughs> he is so confident, and he's just like he's acting like <laughs> MacGyver in this small town. And he's like, this is the greatest case I've ever had. And I was like, dude, look, I was there with my friends. I'm sorry. And he's like, we're gonna—you're probably gonna have to pay for damages and, and like repairs and everything like that. What, what damages were there? Nothing. And then we and and that and the, and then we were—I was okay, like, you Fuck. you you're gonna have to pay me for the beers. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then we, we i went back to my friends. I called them. I was like, I, I, you know what? The first thing actually I did was I told my dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> I told my dad, and he was so—he was like, Elliot, you fucking—and he's like, and like, he was annoyed at me. And I went and told my friends. I called my friends. I was like, guys, like Going to call from the Cobara Police. Uh, they know everything, and uh, you know. I told my dads, I think you should tell your parents. <laughs> and they made <laughs> the right thing to unanimous- do. Unanimously on all three calls, were like, "Fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> and then I get nothing. No call back from the Kolbara Police. No payment. No hear back. Nothing. I tell my dad should never have. And I didn't hear anything back from the Cobara Police. They never said anything. We were so clean and polite. All we did was leave behind beers. And annoy the neighbor four doors down. And we never heard anything about it. We were just fucking fine. I just revealed myself to my father for no reason. Okay. What do you think happened? I think... (sighs) Good question. Why haven't I thought about this enough? Because I have two
1: answers. I think, and that there was they, one that I went to straight away, but there's one that's probably the truth.
0: I, well, the reason the, the reason I don't know why is because that they literally could have charged us to, for nothing. We did nothing there except except switch on the TV and and, break and an do answer. an e and do an e <laughs> do an e. <laughs> uh, but but the thing is like uh we did nothing and and the cop was so adamant that he's like man well you know he was like pretty confident. I was like fuck enough to make me like well tell my father and my and my friends that they should tell their parents and then. Fucking nothing.
1: Okay. One of two things has happened here. <laughs> one of your friends is fucking with you. Is what one you? of those things. No, 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 no. Why no, not? No, no, Why no, wouldn't no, that no, be no, a no, thing? No.
0: no, I swear to God. Why? Because you I don't think you can feign 56 year old voice.
1: No, but I think they
0: know someone who could. Yeah, you're right. But why would I not have heard about it? I'm 28 years old. This happened I when lo- I was 17. I hope that's the truth. What's
1: really probably
0: if happened? If this actually happened and someone can actually reach out and even try and fake that that happened to me, that would be entertaining to me. Yeah, but it did not I'd happen. like that
1: to be the truth. And I, I really did believe that for a hot minute. But what's really happened is that girl's giving your phone number to Was it your phone number that was texting the girls?
0: That's 100% what happened. Yeah. That's, that, that's how I deduced what happened. I never messaged her again. But I was like, oh, that's why. And he was so cocky. He was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Like got your number, dickhead, saying it's that you're so here. So good. And just like I think because I didn't deny it, and I just kind of crumbled like a teenager. I was just he was just like, "Is is the house messy, ma'am?" And she probably he probably it was such a small town. He probably knew. He's like Susan. Is the house messy, <laughs> and he's like no, and he's like do you even drink beer? He's like, no, do you officers want them? He's like, we'll take the beers. And he's like, everyone's happy. You know what I mean? I think that it was like one of those small town situations, but I have no idea.
1: Yeah. You might've nailed it by just admitting to it. Like if you tried to play
0: dumb, this guy thought thing. that he had his, um, uh, like his Lincoln lawyer moment. <laughs> he's a time to die. That's, yeah. That's two Matthew McConaughey lawyer movies for you.
1: What was the first a time to time to a die. time to
0: die and Lincoln lawyer.
1: Yeah. Right, I don't Time to die. Uh, it's, uh, that's a fantastic story. That's no, a really is it great really? story. Yeah. yeah is, it is it you think? It's really funny.
0: I'm fucking, I hate my stories, man. I feel like I'm all a one liner guy. And the moment that my stories go over 15 seconds, I'm like, they hate me.
1: No, no, no. It was excellent. It was truly excellent. It's a shame. We've really whittled out the ending of it. We have to find a hard stop somewhere along the line because we've really <laughs> prattled on for the last that's couple That's my minutes. whole
0: point. Maybe that's my, my problem. I don't know the start, the middle and the end. No, no, no. You had the end.
1: Yeah. You, ha- you had the end and then, oh, I don't know. But I think it's uh, I think it's an excellent story. No one knows why it's such a bad story. No, teller. that's what I'm saying. That's the opposite of what I'm saying. But I think. Uh, All right, next point. No, no, wait. I next just, point. I just got to say very quickly. <laughs> you like you set that up so You set that story up to me. I think. Like you're more of a dirtbag than you really are.
0: What is a B and E? Because you, were I like, think that maybe should, that should change your opinion about people when you read B and E on their on their don't, rap sheet. Don't be so judgmental. Yeah, maybe they just found themselves into an E. <laughs> they just stumbled into an E, Tom. <laughs> I, I will concede to the E,
1: but I will fight to the death of the B. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm an optimist, but I'm not a criminal. Mm. <laughs>
0: I'm a, uh, I'm a door half open kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: there's our clothes. Uh, so we always wrap up the pod with our joke of the week, right? That's right. And usually that comes in the form of a street joke. So a street joke is when you might read on like a jokes website or one that you might hear in a pub or something like that. We're doing something a bit different this week. Uh, we're going to tell EJ. Why don't you tell the, the background of this the, the background of this joke?
0: This joke of the week has a story attached. This joke of the week has a story attached. The story is that I wrote the joke. I wrote the joke in my first year of comedy. And the first year of comedy that any comedian that's stuck around for a little while, longer than I have, even longer than I have, will tell you um, that your first year of comedy, you really make a lot of stumbles. You really like say things you really don't actually mean or mean, but don't actually express in the correct way. We stumble over the subject. That's part of the fun of comedy. And one of the things that were happening when I was starting comedy in the first year was Bill Cosby was being, uh, was being, what's the word? Accused, not, not accused, but um, convicted, convicted of rape. And I thought, what a great topic for Elliot in his first year of comedy (laughs) to write about. I mean, he's got all the tools to really break down the nuances of this topic and make it funny yeah, um, for some- a paying audience. So, someone needs to talk about this. Why not me? <laughs> exactly. That was my thought. I was like, they haven't heard that. Sure. They've heard everyone else's thoughts all over the world, but they haven't heard mine. Everyone's thinking, what does Elliot think about this? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking when I write, when I do this podcast. What is Elliot thinking about this? <laughs> and so uh, anyway, so I did this fucking joke. Uh, the joke, it, it really is offending everyone. It's actually bringing comedians up to me. Uh, and saying, hey man, look, I I don't wish anything bad of you, but just don't do that joke. You know what I mean? And, and I kind of am taking that as like, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm a real comedian. You know what I mean? And uh, so I keep doing the joke. And one day at Tudor Comedy, the first room I ever did comedy at, one of my favorite rooms, no longer running at the moment but I really don't want it to be defunct. Get it running. Brie Ellen, shout out.
1: Shout out, Brie Ellen. Get out to um, it's one of Wednesday nights, Wednesday nights
0: at Soul Trap. Two to comedy at two to hotel in Redfern. It's beautiful.
1: But while that's out, Brie Ellen's running Wednesday nights at Soul Trap in Surrey Hills. Get out and check it out. It's a great that's room. That's
0: right, great room. Um, anyway, so I'm doing a room there and it's kind of, honestly, it's a bleak night. It's a bleak night. It's just one of those nights. Um, And Brie, Br- uh, Steph Broadbridge,
1: is it a Thursday night or a Sunday? Remember you used to Sunday. do two? Sunday. Sunday was always bleak.
0: Bleak because they would start in, in daylight savings. The sun would still be out yeah. and sun on people's faces while they're watching comedy does not work.
1: Yeah. We should say Sunday no longer runs at cheer. It's just, well, no Thursday. it runs at Cheetah, but it, for the last while it's been Thursdays. But yeah, Sunday was, it started early. It was usually just comics and it was it was rough. I had some bad times. In Sunday Probably Gio. some of them were
0: more sets. Um, but it, anyway, so like um, there, were, there was, I was doing a set there and Steph Broadbridge was running the night for Brie and I started this Bill Cosby joke that she had heard in another room, bombed just like it should, and uh, she heard me start it and this is about maybe halfway through my set and I've just started comedy. I've got, only got four minutes in this room and i have only two, no, maybe three minutes in sort of thing. That was three minutes and I've got one minute left to start this joke and as soon as she hears me start the joke, she bells me. She goes, (laughs) from the back of the room, she just goes, no! (laughs) (laughs) Finish up, Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like... Was she
1: emceeing or anything?
0: mm, I couldn't tell you that but she was running the room. Oh, right, right. And she's sitting lazily against the back wall. (laughs) That's so (laughs) She doesn't want to be there. Just like I wouldn't want to be there listening to a first year comedian telling a rape joke. And she, but she had the she had the ovaries to say, uh, uh, get off stage. I mean, or she she voiced what everyone else was feeling. And then uh, I I from the from the stage was like, well, I guess the comedy police are here. I guess I'll leave, guys. Oh, and no. then she, then and then she, I got off stage, and then and then like uh, she goes, if you want to talk about this, we'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> and I said, fine, I'll wait till after the show. And a bunch of comedians heard that conversation and decided to also wait after the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, uh, comedians, including, um, I'll name and shame, and we can, I mean, there's, no, there's sh- no shame. You're in shame there's, in there's no you. shame. There's no shame. Shaming <laughs> me, exactly. Naming them. And uh, you can bloke them out if you feel like later. It was Connor Van Vuren that I can remember and Sue Thomas.
1: Okay, I respect half of those people. Okay, yeah, yeah, 50%.
0: <laughs> and um, uh,
1: I, I think uh, just before you tell the joke, I should say the same thing happened to me. My third ever set ever was at Tudor. I think my first one was at tutor as well, and it went pretty good. And then on, I I was such a little fucking I was so insistent. I would like I did the whole I wasn't getting put on the lineups because it's a, like a curated open mic, right? So you, you put your name in during the day, and that night just beforehand, Brie will go here's the lineup tonight, and I wasn't on it. And I said, oh, I'll um, if anyone drops out, I'll go up, okay? And I don't think Bree even bothers responding to this like three time open mic comment, like whatever. I rock up. At the halftime, just to watch the halftime break, I say, "Hey, Brie, I'm here, just so you know, if anyone drops out." And I think did she? I don't remember. I was put down the lineup, or they like the MC literally went like, "No, I must have been put down." In my mind, the MC went, "Oh, so and so hasn't rocked up," and I went, "Me?" But I don't think that happened.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like you. It does sound like me.
1: Anyway, uh, (laughs) Kyle. uh, Oh, uh, anyway, I uh, I went up early days, and I thought I was crushing. I thought I was killing it and this is back when i think you and i might have been similar and hence your bill cosby joke of like i love jimmy carr i love anthony Jeselnik. what do they do i reckon they just think of horrendous things to say <laughs> and people tend to laugh that'll work uh so i had a joke about princess diana that i told and i actually i couldn't remember what topical. the joke was i love that it's so topical oh uh, it took yeah it, it took 15 years to write uh <laughs> the bravery to build up yeah really. <laughs> Um, but I thought the, of it the, at eight years old. The joke was, the joke was, uh, um, I have a pet name for my girlfriend. I call her Princess, which she seems to like. I think because she thinks I mean Princess Kate, but really, I'm hoping Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think is a terrible joke. Actually, no, a joke. the MC for would the say night. I my girlfriend all the time. The MC <laughs> of the night double bells me instantly. <laughs> Get off! Get off right now! Can you? Uh, this isn't going to be fun for anyone listening who doesn't know who this is. Um uh, then again, some people might. Can you guess who that might have been? The MC of that?
0: <sighs> We're gonna have to cut this out out of boringness. Um, we'll see
1: how quickly you can get there. Mail. I'll give you mail. Mail,
0: Okay. <laughs> um. What's his fucking name? The guy with the four names. Um.
1: No, it's not that. I no. I, <laughs> Marcel Marcel oh, Blanch
0: the no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't Marcel. No. Um. Andrew Hastings. Nope. Uh, so
1: okay Here's the next hint Someone who would have A stake in me Not telling a Princess Diana joke A prisoner of Mother England Christian If you will Elderfield? Oh no That's a good That's a good guess But no uh, Fuck me You're not gonna You, you won't you. get it Kyle Legacy No
0: Kyle Legacy Who is Oh bro I'm gonna beat him up The next time I see him I don't know if he'd remember
1: it I don't know if he'd remember it I'm but gonna get like,
0: him in a chokehold That he couldn't get out of Because of his afro <laughs> <laughs> Idiot Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Legacy Ladies and gentlemen For those of
1: you Who aren't Sydney i my Next firing you know, session
0: Kyle I'm fucking
1: Both of you Kyle Legacy Is uh, the like Resident MC At every show In I Sydney I love Kyle
0: He's my favourite He's
1: fantastic He brings people up As this next act Is a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> That's that is one of his intro lines and me making that joke about princess diana was a bridge too far for him so that's so i i share you i share your experience in being uh, ushered off tudor fuck but him okay. and his
0: uh, fuck him and lebron <laughs> idiot so all right it, that's
1: okay so this is where we go back we've told the story about the joke this is where we end the way we always end you're going to tell the joke if it goes well we'll put it in the podcast if it goes badly you will hear omri's beautiful sweet soothing tones just about Ooh, now omri auric so
0: Love that. music, at Instagram.
1: All right. You ready? Tell the joke.
0: Let's tell the joke. Let's see if I can nail it. First take. Okay. So, uh, you guys. Bill Cosby.
1: Wow. That Bill Cosby joke was a lot. You're just going to have to trust me on that one. Stick around after the music to hear how that played out. Otherwise, guys, keep listening. We're, we're, we're doing our best here. What do you want from mm. you know, uh, Where else are you going to get such wholesome, what? breaking, acting stories as Tremendous? So stick around. There might be more to come. Elliot breaks the law way more than I thought he did. See ya. It's aggressive. It's very aggressive.
0: It's also super clever it for is, someone in their first year. It is. It's not not clever. It's not not clever. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that's why I got bailed <laughs> off in multiple rooms and had people uh, come up to me and be like, hey, don't do that joke for the sake of your career, and the person after you in the set.
1: That's funny.
0: <laughs> and the audience, man.
1: Oh, yeah. That's but bad. like,
0: I thought that was clever. And, uh, I, you know, I, retrospectively, I still think it's clever. I think it's just as stupid as the day that, you know, I wrote it. But, you know, fuck. There you go.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, we're definitely playing the music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is for the Patreon. This is for the pa- Anyone.